Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius, where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football goals. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever this is this podcast, we welcome you to the Genius Cast. You have me today solo. Uh, Chris is gone today, so I'm, I'm going to be uh, running solo on this podcast. Going to give you some nice nuggets for this final weekend, the final weekend of drafts. If you have a draft this upcoming weekend, make sure you keep an eye on the website. We have the updated rankings. I'm, I'm finishing up my uh, rankings with the final and last, last and final update for the rankings. So keep an eye on the website. I'll have that going up later on tonight. Also working on my week one rankings. That's right. Football is officially here. Now that we got the preseason out of the way, we can start looking at what's going to happen in week one. Start looking at the matchups. Starting to work on my week one rankings right now. And as always, our rankings are always free on the site. But we also have a lot of premium stuff over there that can make you a better player, both season long and DFS. So definitely check out the website for the Different packages for DFS and season long. We have both weekly and full season packages available. Also have the mastermind chat. Very excited about this this year. I think it's something that can help you guys become better players. Kind of help you become a better DFS player or help you take home the trophy. Have me in your back pocket to kind of answer questions. If you have a question on a trade, you have a question on your team, whatever it is, send me that question. I'll get back to you within 24 hours, Monday through Friday. On Saturdays, I'll get back to you by 10 p.m. that night. That way you can go into the kickoff, just kind of enjoying, ready to go. I'm also going to have a video later this week um, for week one, kind of talk about what I do when the player is questionable, what kind of tag they have on, if they have an injury tag, how do you handle it just in case you can't get in um, after 10 p.m. On, sun, on Saturday. Again, I want to try to get all the questions answered Monday through Saturday. So those will be 100% answered um, if you get part of the Mastermind Chat. So definitely check that out. You have me in your back pocket. You get your question answered 100% of the time between Monday through Saturday, both weekly, season-long, and uh, monthly packages available for that Mastermind Chat. So check out the website um, on that. We are www.fantasyfootballgenius.com. And if you've not followed us over on Instagram or Twitter, we are at FansportsGenius on Twitter. And on Instagram, we are at FantasyFootball underscore Genius underscore. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about... Um, the updated ranking, as I mentioned, um, I'm going to have an, a final update for my rankings for pre-draft rankings, and I'm also going to be start working on the uh, the week one package. So you're going to see those coming out right away this upcoming weekend. I may I may throw some out this weekend, but starting Monday, I'm going to start throwing out those articles as, as I get them done. So if you have, so definitely sign up for our packages there. We're also going to talk about um, I'm going to give you my division and playoff predictions. Who's going to come out on top this year? Going to break down the uh, my predictions for fantasy players too as well. Who's the MVP? Who's the breakout? Who's the bust? Who are we looking at? And as always, seems like every week we're doing this. We're going to talk about Ezekiel Elliott and Melvin Gordon. Quite possibly the last time I talk about them until the season starts. What am I doing if I'm drafting? I personally have three drafts this weekend. So what am I going to do with the different spots I'm sitting at for those drafts? I'll kind of give you my viewpoint, my input on where I'm at. I think both of them still have a... Uh, a, a a lot of productions left in them. I think value is still there where you take them. Obviously, it depends on where you're taking them. So I'll give you my input as well. So let's go ahead and jump right into the podcast and begin with the rankings. As I talked about um, earlier, um, i just keep on hashing in there and let you know this is my final rankings update. It's going to go out tonight. Um, this is for your, uh, if you guys are drafting this weekend, make sure you check the website and look for that update. Um, I think I'm a little lower on, on Tom Brady than I should be. 
I may move him a little higher up there. Obviously, uh, Breda, now that we have the news about Jarek McKinnon, I might be moving him up. Josh Gordon. There's a lot of names that, I, that I'm going to have to take a look at again to make sure I have him where I want to have him. So my final update is going to go up tonight. So with rankings out of the way, I'm going to first start off with Ezekiel Elliott and Melvin Gordon news. Um, Melvin Gordon, will start with him. Uh, I, I originally thought he wouldn't play this entire season. Now I'm starting to think that reading about the contract, reading about what's happening with the contract, I think he's going to play at some point this year, whether it be the time where he has to come back if he wants to get paid or whether it be first couple games, maybe the team uh, falls early. But I think at some point this year we are going to see Melvin Gordon step on the field. I'm looking at probably fourth, fifth round taking Melvin Gordon, but I think he's going to be long gone by then. Someone in your league is going to reach for him in the second or third round. I've actually seen people in the middle of the second round in some of the mocks I've done. Obviously, mocks aren't real, real drafts that you can really put together. But in some of those, some of those mocks, and even uh, one of my real leagues, uh, he, he went uh, late second. But I've seen him go middle second. I've seen him as high as the, 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 the first part of the second. I think that's way too high for, for Melvin Gordon, especially someone that we don't know for sure if he's going to play. Yes, I believe he does. But I'm, there's no way I'm spending a second or a third round pick on him. I think someone in your league is going to likely do that. I'm looking late, late fourth, maybe early fifth, where I'm looking at taking Melvin Gordon. And I think there's still a lot of meat on that bone if you do take him at that spot. Ezekiel Elliott. Originally, I thought he was going to be there for week one. That's looking like it's not going to happen. Looks like he's going to take it into the regular season. We're hearing the, the, the war of words between him and Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones talking about Ezekiel who. It's just a mess there in, in Dallas, it looks like right now. But I think the Cowboys originally are going to have to figure out that they do need Ezekiel Elliott in his offense to play. They do need to have it if they're, if they're going to be considered a championship team, which I think with Elliott there, he, they are a championship caliber roster. But without Elliott, I don't think they can, they can get the job done. Yes, Tony Pollard looked nice in preseason. But again, this is preseason. Teams aren't going all out on defense. They're not showing you everything on defense. They're not playing all their players on defense. They're not doing their schemes on defense. They're, it's very vanilla during the preseason. And I think that we're seeing, yes, Tony Pollard looked nice in preseason. But again, it's preseason. Zeke's a different animal. Zeke needs to be there if the Cowboys are going to have any shot of making it to the playoffs and having a championship caliber roster there in Dallas. So what, where am I looking at taking Zeke Elliott? Uh, first thing first, I think if you do take Elliott with no news about him coming back yet, I think you must handcuff him with Tony Pollard. As much as I said that he's not Ezekiel Elliott, he's still going to be the number one option there in Dallas in the ground game. So if you do take Elliott, I think you have to reach for Pollard as a handcuff, most likely in the seventh round, maybe eighth round. But you definitely have to try to go after Pollard. And it's one of those things where even if I don't have Elliott, I may be starting to look at maybe taking Pollard away from the Elliott owner and see if I can make some sort of a trade for him, um, especially if the running backs are kind of thin there for that owner. So I think Paul is very interesting, but I think Zeke is a player that I'm looking at late first, early second. Ideally, you're looking at uh, early second if you can for Zeke. If I have a first five, first six pick, I don't know if I'm going to be taking Zeke. I think I'm going to be going with the, obviously, the top three backs, McCaffrey, Kamara, and uh, Barkley. I'm likely going to be looking at David Johnson, and I'm also going to be going with the elite wide receivers, the Julio Jones, the Devontae Adams, and the uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm looking at those players as well. So personally, <coughs> excuse me. So personally, I'm not going to be looking at Zeke probably to around the seventh, eighth, ninth pick around there. 
but I, ideally I'd like to get him in the second round. And if I am going to take him, like, like I said, I'm going to take Pollard as a handcuff, and I'm also going to be uh, taking uh, quite a few running backs early to kind of help my depth there as well. And once Elliott does come back, you can maybe take some of that depth and turn it into better players via trade and all that kind of good stuff in fantasy as well. The reason why I think he is going to start the season on the bench and not in the lineup is because of the, the, the games that the Cowboys start the season off with. We're talking about a game against the Giants at Washington and a home against Miami. Those are three games that are very easily to be beat. Uh, they can win those games with or without Elliott. I think there are three matchups that uh, the Cowboys can win no matter what. So I think the Cowboys realize that. And... Um, it's going to be week four where I have to start to think that maybe they start looking at, okay, we need Elliott now. Let's get this deal done. That's when they start playing at that fourth game is at New Orleans. I think if they have any shot of winning the game in New Orleans at the Superdome, it's going to be with Elliott, and I think they know that. So I think the first three games we're going to see maybe no Elliott, and it's going to be week four that we start to hear more and more about Elliott coming back. That's why I think he's going to be sitting out this year, at least to start the year. And again, with this uh, kind of bickering back and forth between him and Jerry Jones, they kind of are kind of both both showing who's who's tough and who's not kind of thing. But I think that eventually the deal is going to get done. So I'm looking at late first, early second, ideally early second for Ezekiel Elliott. So now that we got those fantasy kind of questions out of the way, I'm going to jump right on into my predictions. Um, this is my who I think is going to win the big game this year. Who's going to win the divisions? What are the awards, the individual awards going to happen? And I'll also do my individual awards for fantasy as well. Let's start off right away with the AFC East. I think until Tom Brady or and or Bill Belichick are out of the out of the, out of football, this is going to be a Patriots division to win. That's no different this year. I think the Patriots are going to win the AFC East handily, like usual. AFC North is very interesting to me. I think we're going to see a, a decline from Pittsburgh and Baltimore, and I think we're going to see a new team start to, to come up in the Cleveland Browns. Absolutely love what they've done on offense. Bringing Odell Beckham was a huge deal for them, and I like what they've done on defense as well the last couple of years. I think the Browns start to show that they are a playoff-caliber roster, and I think it starts this year when they win the North in the AFC this year. AFC South, uh, tough to hear the Andrew Luck news. Um, they were my... Uh, before the training camp kind of prediction to win that division. But now, obviously, without him there, uh, they're not going to win that division. Uh, I, I don't see him even, maybe even not even, even being close to 500 in that, with, uh, without Andrew Luck. Give me Houston Texans. I think the Texans are a solid team this year. I think Deshaun Watson is going to take a, uh, the next leap to the next level. I have him as my number one overall quarterback this year. I just like what he has. I like the weapons on the outside. I like the addition of Duke Johnson. If they bring in a running back now that Lamar Miller's out for the year, if they bring in a running back, we've heard Kenyon Drake possibly. I still think that LaShawn McCoy is a good, a nice option. Melvin Gordon is a, is a, uh, a kind of a big name that you might want to hear about. Maybe going to, uh, players like that that can really put this team over the top. I like the Houston Texans to win that division, especially with their defense as well. AFC West. As a Broncos fan, this kind of hurts that I can't put the Broncos there, but obviously they're not in the same caliber as the Chargers and the Chiefs. I think it's going to be the Chargers this year. I think the Chargers defense is, is going to be the difference for me between them and the Chiefs. And I think the Chiefs are also going to realize that the teams are going to start to catch on a little bit with Mahomes. Yes, it's going to be hard to contain him for 60 minutes. and he, he, He's a special type player, but I think the defenses are starting to realize um, that they can kind of, uh, if they keep him in pocket, he's a, he's a little different inside the pocket than he is outside the pocket. If he does become a better pocket passer, I think he, the, the sky's the limit for, for Mahomes. But I think defenses can kind of somewhat... And, 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 and it's, we're going to see a regression anyways. I think we're going to start to see Mahomes start to take a little, little regression as, as it is anyways. He's not going to have those 
video game type numbers like he did last year. So give me the Chargers to win the West, but I do like the Chiefs to win the uh, one of the wild card spots along with the Jacksonville Jags. Jags are my sleeper to kind of uh, come out of the AFC as a, a wild card option. I think they have a shot at maybe even making some noise in the playoffs with the defense if they can get back to that elite level and if Leonard Fournette can stay healthy personally. If we jump on over to the NFC, if you're telling me that it's going to be uh, Elliott for the entire 16 games, I think I put him in as the East winner. But I think I got to go to Philadelphia Eagles as the winner of the East with the, the news of Elliott uh, likely starting out the season on the, uh, with a holdout. I do like what they've done on offense, defense. Bringing in Deshaun Jackson is going to help uh, with, with Carson Wentz in, over the middle, with Ertz, that kind of stuff. I, th- I, I think what, what they've done on offense, what they've done on defense, I do like what they've done there. NFC North, I think it's the three-headed monster of Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago. All three of them can win the division. For me, it's coming down to quarterback. Who's the better quarterback between those three teams? It's Aaron Rodgers, no, no questions asked. And I think Aaron Rodgers is healthy this year. If he's healthy, I think the Packers have a shot of not only winning the division but being considered one of the teams to come out of the NFC come February. AFC South, I think we have an also another trio of teams that we're looking at. New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina. Give me the Saints. I think the Saints are finally going to be able to say uh, all this bad luck in the, play, in the postseason is going to turn into good luck. I like the Saints a lot this year. And especially you're telling me that they don't have to worry about Drew Brees uh, right off the bat. They can run the ball, play good defense, and then save Drew Brees down the road where he maybe picks his spots where he's going to have to throw the ball a little more. But I think it's going to be much more of a ground game and play good defense. And Kamara's going to have a special type of year this year. NFC West, I like the Rams to come out of the West. Yes, I do like Seattle. Yes, I do think the 49ers are making the right moves. But it's still the Rams. They still have a phenomenal offense. They still have a good defense. And the guy playing the calls, uh, head coach McVay, is a tremendous mind. He can put the team in, in special ways. And if they can get Gurley back to being healthy, absolutely love the Rams. Coming out of the NFC for wild card, I like the Cowboys and the Falcons. I think they're both uh, very solid teams. And I think it's going to be a very competitive playoff for this year in the NFC as well. I think anybody can come out, of the, come out of the NFC there. Really good teams. If I'm predicting who's going to go be playing in the big game come February, I have Houston over New England, and I have New Orleans over Green Bay. And I have the Saints beating the Texans in the championship game to end the 2019 football season. Individual awards for the NFL this year. I think I have um, the MVP is going to go to Deshaun Watson. Everybody says it's going to be Mahomes, but I think Watson's going to make, make that next leap to the level. I like Watson to beat out Mahomes for the MVP. Offensive player of the year. We already talked about Alvin Kamara. I think he's in for a special year. I think he's going to do, do some phenomenal things. I have Kamara winning the offensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. Give me Bradley Chubb. I think with Von Miller on the other side, he's going to be opened up where he's going to have uh, single coverage. And I think uh, Chubb is going to wreck opposing the offensive lines and quarterbacks. Team, uh, quarterbacks are going to see him in, in their nightmares. And I think Chubb is in for a big year in year two in this league. And I think Von Miller is going to only help because he's going to draw more attention. And as odd as it sounds, I think Chubb has a shot at being a better player than Von Miller. The Broncos have two very good edge rushers in Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. Rookie Offensive Player of the Year, I like David Montgomery. And Rookie Defense Player of the Year, I like Devin White to win that award. If we look at the fantasy uh, awards for different positions, I think the MVP um, it might be crazy that I have Alvin Kamara winning the Offensive Player of the Year, but the MVP in fantasy is going to be Saquon Barkley. It's just because of what Kamara is going to do and what he's going to do with that team. I think Barkley is going to ask to be doing way too much in this offense. Everybody's worried about Barkley uh, having a down year because he's the only player. I'd like it even more because he's going to be getting, catching a lot more balls, running the ball. It's, Barkley, it's the Barkley show in New York. He's a phenomenal special talent. Give me Barkley to win the MVP in fantasy. 
If we look at breakouts for all the positions, I like Jameis Winston um, to win as quarterback. I think Winston's in for a solid year. He has a great trio of receiver, uh, duo of receivers and a tight end to throw the ball to. We know they don't can't run the ball. We know they have a bad defense. Winston's going to be asked to throw the ball plenty. Yes, he's going to have turnovers, but he's also going to get yards and uh, touchdowns as well. At running back, I like Carrion Johnson. I think they're going to want to keep the ball out of Matthew Stafford's hand this year. That's going to mean they're going to want to run the ball, and I think they're going to give the ball to Carrion Johnson a lot more. I think he's a phenomenal late second-round pick if he falls to you there. Chris Godwin, my receiver breakout, I think he's in for a solid year, as I talked about with Jameson Winston. And then my tight end is Vance McDonald. 150-plus targets are up for grabs. Obviously, they're going to be going to Juju, running backs, and all that kind of stuff in Pittsburgh, but you're also going to see a lot more in Vance McDonald. And we saw that he does have some tremendous upside from the few games he had last year. If we take a look at busts, and obviously there are players that I don't think are going to be bad players. Um, they're just players that where, where you're going to be drafting them. I don't like them where they're drafted at. We talked about where the Saints are. The Saints are not a passing-heavy team anymore. It's not the Breeze show anymore. I think they're going to run the ball. They're going to play good defense. That's going to have Breeze be a great, obviously, quarterback on the field. But for fantasy numbers, for fantasy purposes, he's not going to put up the numbers that we're expecting. For where he's going to be drafted at, I do not like Breeze this year. Uh, James Conner, I don't think he's a first-round pick where, where he's going to be likely going. I think James Conner is in for a down year um, after a, a very solid year last year stepping in for Le'Veon Bell. I think uh, Samuel is going to take away from some production, and I think the Pittsburgh offense as a whole is kind of kind of struggle a little bit with no Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown. My wide receiver bust is Keenan Allen. I think Mike Williams is going to take away some uh, plays for Keenan Allen. I also believe the uh, um, the return of Hunter Henry coming off the injury is going to take away time from Keenan Allen. And Allen makes his uh, money on PPR leagues where he catches plenty of balls and gets plenty of targets. I think they're going to be spread out a little more, kind of affecting him in PPR leagues that way. I'm not going to be taking Allen where he's getting taken in drafts um, this year. Eric Ebron is my bust tight end, and it goes back to Eric, with the whole Andrew Luck thing. With no luck, I think the entire offense kind of takes a downgrade, and we know that also um, there's a little bit of a, a nice connection between um, uh, Jacoby Brissett and Jack Doyle. I think it's going to limit Eric Ebron a little bit in that offense. If we're looking at a top wide receiver duo this year, there's plenty of options out there. Odell Beckham and Landry um, pick any two of the three Rams receivers. Um, you can look at uh, players like... Uh, Go to Houston with Fuller and uh, Hopkins. Um, you got the Chargers with Mike, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. For me, I'm going to the Atlanta side. I'm going Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley as a top duo. I think Ridley's in for a monster year this year. I think Ridley's going to be one of the better values that or, where you take him in drafts this year. He's going to put up monster numbers. I absolutely love Ridley, and I think that's the, the top duo this year. And it doesn't hurt to have Matt Ryan throwing him the ball as well. And my ta- top stack is going to be Aaron Rodgers, Devonta Adams. If Rodgers is healthy for a full 16, I think he's going to be back to his old dominating self. And we know that Adams has a great connection with him, and that's why I have Adams as my number one option. Adams is a phenomenal receiver. Rodgers is one of the better quarterbacks to play. Give me Rodgers and Adams as the top stack this year in fantasy. That will do it for today's podcast. Um, hope you guys are, if you guys are drafting this weekend, hope you guys are going to start those, those teams off right and uh, begin that trophy hunt this year where you guys are making some right r- roster moves. And again, check us out on the website for our season-long and DFS packages and our mastermind chat. And give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at FansportsGenius over on Twitter and at FantasyFootball underscore Genius underscore on Instagram. The website, again, is www.FantasyFootballGenius.com. Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. If you're drafting, good luck. And we'll talk to you guys later next week. Dominate those leagues.